years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, Power-packed show today, huh, Bob? Power-packed. Power-packed show today. Should I just give everybody a little tickle? Uh, yeah, you can tickle them. Okay. Uh, dog poop vigilante on the show today. Oh. <laughs> Running loose in these streets. A dog poop vigilante. A real, like, dog poop superhero. Not fighting crime. No, huh? Not saving lives. Fighting the poop. Just a dog poop vigilante will appear on the show today. Also, somebody uh, was caught rubbing their butt all over produce. Where was that story at? That wasn't like a local story, right? No, no. That was uh, um, Virginia. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we have a story coming up with the dog poop vigilante. Uh, we have somebody in Virginia rubbing their butt all over produce. That was like a grocery store, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you had to rub your butt on like some produce, what would you want? Like, do you want to rub your butt cheeks on lettuce? Because no. lettuce is is round, almost butt cheek shaped. You know, I don't know. It's a you, lot to think about. I don't know if you want that. You know, if you got your run of the whole like fruits and vegetables oh, boy. at the grocery store, what are you rubbing on your butt? Wow. I feel like if you, I feel like if you take an ear of corn, yeah. and rub it on your butt, that that might feel nice, especially if it has the husk on it. Still got the little wispy ticklers. You think you want that? I, I want don't it. Know. No, I just want the I want the ear of corn. I don't want the husk still on it. No, you gotta. No, you gotta you gotta get it just so it's the yellow corn. You know, get that corn cob there and in the corn, and then rub it on your butt. You gotta make sure you're rubbing it on your butt cheeks, though. You gotta make sure you're in the middle of a grocery store while you're doing it too. There's two ways you could do the uh, the corn and the butt thing. Yeah, and, uh, yeah rubbing yeah. it on your butt would be the way there. So uh, somebody will rub their butt on produce coming up on the show. And then let me just read the headline here because I know so many people have already sent us this story and will probably continue to send us this story even after we cover it on today's show. The headline from WTAE. Farts can leak out through your mouth if you hold them in, experts say. So many questions about that. First of all, who are the experts? Do they specifically just deal with farts and fart science? It was... How do you test for farts out the mouth? Exactly. How did they come to this conclusion? And is it even possible to hold in farts so long that they leak out your mouth? Is that is that a thing? So think of a setting where you held in farts. Obviously, up here in the studio during our show, nothing gets held in whatsoever. No, huh? But I don't know. If you're at work, you're not comfortable with your coworkers yet, you don't want to stink up the cubicle, maybe you're at school, you know, maybe you're out on a date or something, you hold them in. I don't know if that's such a good move. According to experts. They're coming out either way. I wonder if they just leak out slowly. 
Like as you're you're talking, like a slow tire leak. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's not coming out that end, it's gonna come out the mouth like that. Or I wonder if it just waits for a burp and sneaks out during burps. Oh, are burps really farts? Oh my god! Wow. Well, we'll get to what the experts say about that. So, again, uh, at some point on the show today, dog poop vigilante, somebody rubbing produce on their butt, and farts can leak out through your mouth if you hold them in, experts say. That will be part of Science Corner today on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. It's Mikey and Bob. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at FSMikey, at FSBigBob. Chris uh, starts us off here this morning with the tweet. I think I realized what the real reason is for the Steelers' troubling start. The Madden curse. Antonio Brown cursed the whole city and the team by appearing on the cover of the Madden video game. My God, we are two weeks into the season. The curse. And Chris couldn't be more right. The curse. As soon as Antonio Brown got on that Madden 19 video game cover, that was it. Oh, no. Everybody on Facebook was right. Season was over before it started. (laughs) (laughs) All the flames surrounding the Steelers can be traced back to Antonio Brown. Not because of how he acts on the sidelines. Not how he acts when he doesn't get the ball. Mm -mm. Not how he maybe blows up at coaches on the sideline. Not because him tweeting uh, almost a dare for the Steelers to trade him. No, it's all because of the Madden cover. How crazy was the Antonio Brown trade me tweet? (laughs) We are in week two. Okay, let me take you back a little bit. The end of last season, right? Yeah. Steelers lose to the Jaguars at home. Everybody thought it was going to be Steelers-Patriots to go to the Super Bowl, you know, AFC title game. The Jaguars, the you know, Steelers just could not stop them. Offense kept putting up points, but the Jaguars, uh, they, they ran all over the Steelers, right? So then you're thinking, okay, offseason, got to improve that defense because you got all the weapons coming back on offense. Look where we're at already in week two. Le'Veon's not here. It doesn't seem like he's showing up anytime soon. No. Week two, Antonio Brown is tweeting almost a dare to the Steelers, trade me. <laughs> he's he's yelling at coaches on the sideline about whatever. And the Steelers tied the Browns and then lost to the Chiefs. We're in week two. I mean, really throwing out the trade me. We're in we're in week two. If you had Antonio Brown trade me in week two, wow. You didn't think it was gonna blow up this quick, did you? Didn't see that coming. Man, it is a mess. Mad and cursed. <laughs> it is a mess, and it's all because Antonio Brown this offseason decided that he would go to the photo shoot and agree to be this year's Madden cover athlete. I don't care what anybody says. Chris is absolutely right. And I know when the Antonio Brown Madden video game cover came out, we were making fun of it. We were reading Facebook comments and people were just like, there goes the season because the Madden curse isn't a real thing. I want to apologize to every single one of those people that we laughed at. The Madden curse is absolutely real. I don't know if the Steelers win a game. It is a mess. And it's all because of the video game cover.
How do you feel about the Steelers right now? You feel like confident, like, eh, it's just two games, they'll turn it all around. Are you just like, wow, the fuse is lit and this bomb is going off this year. Like, there's no putting out this this fuse. It is lit. Yeah, I don't see it stopped anytime soon. Neither do I. Neither do I. I feel like this is the year it kind of all blows up. There it the only thing that would calm it down, like, is if we had, like, the Ravens and then, like, Cincy, and we got those wins, like, two in a row. Oh, you got to beat those two teams, and then maybe everything will uh, be back together? Yeah, but this is a mess. Yeah, we, you know, everybody always overreacts to things, but, man, to have the performances like they have had in the first two weeks. I don't think it's an over, I don't think we're the ones <laughs> overreacting anymore, though. No, no, no. Wait, here's what I'm going to say. The, the dude, he tweeted, trade me. Like in two weeks like, <laughs> to have the start that the Steelers had in two weeks. And then Antonio Brown treat tweeting trade me. We are in week two. This thing is a disaster. And like I said, I try to put my mindset in the off season, like improve the defense a little bit and we'll be all good. You know, we, we got a chance again. If they improve the defense a little bit, they did a little bit in the draft, you know. It didn't really do much in free agency, you know. John Bostic wasn't the guy who was going to put us over the mark and uh, beat New England, but I don't know. It's just crazy. Week two, and here we already are with their record, with their performances, and Antonio Brown tweeting, train me, let's find out. We have a dog poop vigilante. This happened in uh, Detroit, Michigan. This is what Joy Edwards saw this afternoon. Someone walk up and rub dog feces on their door. Uh-oh. I just don't understand who could do that. Like, that's disgusting. Who's rubbing dog poop on your door? That person was their neighbor, Brenda Mullins. Oh, no. And she's not denying it. This is not neighborly right nah, here. Nah, not Brenda. This is not Mr. Rogers' behavior right here. Mr. Rogers never rubbed dog poop on any neighbor's door. I came and messed in my yard. I picked it up. I took it, put it on her doorknob. Okay, so that's the lady who is the dog poop vigilante. She picked up the neighbor lady's dog pile. Because it went in her yard? Okay, so the neighbor's dog was, was pooping on her yard. She got angry, picked up the dog poop, and then went to the neighbor's door and smeared it. I see no foul here. On the door handle. I see nothing wrong with this at all. You didn't want to clean it up here? You're cleaning it up there. Damn, I mean, damn right. Get him, Brenda. Damn right. You're going to clean that poop up. She says this has been going on for a while, (laughs) where the dogs come and go in her yard. I mean, listen, if it's a one-time thing, maybe doggy accident, sure. If that's the dog's bathroom spot, though. You got to fight fire with fire. Fight poop with poop. The longer it goes on... The more matter I am. Uh-oh. You don't get her fired up. Today oh. was the last straw. Last straw. You don't want to see Brenda snap. She rubbed dog feces all over her neighbor's door. She has a video showing the dogs were leaving themselves in the yard. Yeah, she has video proof. Too. I don't want to be a vigilante, but, but you know, I had to do what I had to do. I mean, listen, okay. Like, Brenda ain't scared. <laughs> I don't want to be a vigilante. You're going to learn. But... You, you got to do what you got to do, you know? You don't want that dog to come back over here again. Not all heroes wear capes. But Joy says she hasn't tried to talk to her, and if the dogs did go in her yard, it wasn't on purpose. Okay, listen. If you're taking your dog for a walk, have a bag to clean it up. Bottom line right there. There's no excuses. At this point, you're on the news. You got to own up to your dog pooping on her lawn. There's no excuses Yo, This for lady that. is crazy enough to pick up the dog poop and come smear it on your door. Next step, Brenda's going to be in the yard pooping. 
Okay. Like, keep messing around with Brenda and see what happens. You think that's the next step is the Brenda squat? I told him I was going to snap. If my dog did poop on her yard, I'm sorry. Okay, well, own up to it. She just wishes it didn't come to this point. Hey, well, clean up your dog poop. I understand if the dog boo-boo, you know. Dog boo-boo? Things happen like that. Okay, well, yeah, clean it up. Brenda's about to boo-boo in your front yard. (laughs) You're about to get the Brenda boo-boo? But for you to come to my house... Yeah. I feel violated. Well, your dog pooped all over her lawn. She's got it on video. This has happened more than once. Your dog boo-booing. Like, you know, how could you do that? I mean, she's a vigilante. She didn't ask for this. She didn't want to be the dog poop vigilante. Keep it up. You haven't seen violated yet. She didn't ask to put this mask on. This mask of brown. Do you think Brenda took a... Brenda's been eating fiber for three days. Do you think Brenda took some of the uh, feces in her hand and then wiped it across her eyes to make a dog poop mask? <laughs> when you could have talked to me as a woman. I, why do they, No words need to be exchanged. Your dog's pooping on her lawn. Brenda says she felt it was all she could do to be heard. Yeah. I feel like I took it a little further than I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But what was I supposed to do? But... I got to prove a point, too. She's got to prove a point, too. Mm-hmm. Like we said, the next mm-hmm. step, Brenda's in the backyard booboo-in. Did you watch the Emmys last night? I had no clue they were even on. Yeah, I watched it late. I didn't know it was on. Like, Did NBC just do a bad job of promoting that, or do we just not care about award shows anymore? Is, I, I probably don't know. both. A little bit of both, yeah, you think? Yeah, probably both. Uh, Colin Jost and uh, Michael Che, who do a Weekend Update on uh, Saturday Night Live, hosted. You know, it was whatever. I felt like they were giving out a lot of awards because, I, I, like I said, I didn't even know the Emmys were going to be on. So I, I turned them on. You know, the uh, the moment that I stopped watching, and this was probably, like, you know, I'd watched it for probably an hour, hour and a half. They were giving out an award for, oh, what was it? Variety Special Directing, mm. right? So this guy, Glenn Weiss wins, who directed the Emmys last year. So he's kind of a squirrely looking dude. He's making his way up to give a speech. And I'm like, all right, I've had enough. This guy has the moment of the night. He steals the show and I turned it off. Glenn. I'm seeing Glenn Weiss. Who the hell is this guy? A director of the Emmys wearing glasses, you know, he's balding, but grows his hair long and back. I'm right, like, all right. right, this guy's got nothing for me. You know what? I've seen, I, I saw the monologue and everything. All right, I'm out of here, you know. And then this guy goes up here and delivers the moment of the Emmys. I'm really grateful to be here, uh, but it's bittersweet. Uh, the person most proud at this moment would be my mom, and she passed away just two weeks ago. Mom always believed in finding the sunshine in things, and she adored my girlfriend, Jan. Jan, you wonder why I don't like to call you my girlfriend? Because I want to call you my wife. I mean, boom! So she's still in her seat. She's not up on stage with them. It's not a proposal there. I didn't ask yet. This is the ring that my dad put on my mom's finger oh, 65, 67 years ago. Oh, my God, yes. And to my sisters and brothers, I didn't swipe it. Dad knows I have it, okay? <laughs> I mean, he's got jokes, too. I want to put this ring that my mom wore on your finger in front of all these people and in front of my mom and your parents watching from above. Will you marry me? Wow. Thank you to the Academy. Thank you, everybody. Did she say yes, by the way? I think uh, she, yeah, like, yeah. mouthed it, right? Yeah, she you said yes. couldn't hear it there. But that was the moment. I turned it off right as that guy was going up to give his speech because I'm like, well, this guy's going to be bored. I got nothing here. All right, I gave the Emmys, like, an hour, hour and a half. All right, I'm out. And then 
Glenn Weiss, the director of last year's Emmys. I think that's what it was that right, he won right. for. Out of nowhere. He Here gets he to speak and ends up stealing the show from like Game of Thrones, which won nine. They won the big award, the Outstanding Drama Series. And uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon won Outstanding Comedy Series and basically was sweeping the comedy categories. But it is Glenn Weiss who ends up stealing the show with a... That was pretty good. I mean, he had jokes in there, too, and uh, he proposed to his girlfriend uh, during the Emmys. And like I said, that is the moment everybody seems to be uh, talking about uh, this morning. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at FSMikey, at FSBigBob. Uh, Steve tweets us here. First thing I heard uh, when I started my car this morning, someone's rubbing produce on their butt. Am I surprised? No. I can't really say I am. What a wake up. Uh, yeah, that story about somebody rubbing produce on their butt in a uh, grocery store coming up around uh, 725. I also, mean, if, if that's the first thing you hear to start your day, it's a good start, right? Ready to go. A good start. You know, it's going to be a good day when we're going to cover somebody rubbing produce on their uh, butt. Also coming up around 7.30, 7.35, uh, Maroon 5 tickets. We'll get you uh, those tickets and get you qualified to uh, meet Maroon 5. Uh, by the way, do we have a naked story today? Because we did not have a naked story on the show yesterday. So whatever naked streak we were on, I don't think we had one Friday, did we? I think it's been a couple shows yeah, since we've had a, a naked person, right? Been a few there. We try to get like a naked story at least once a show, but we you know have, what it is. We've too. had a dry spell here. Hurricane Florence. We're coming into fall too. It's getting colder, so people are putting more clothes on and yeah, yeah, yeah. have less reason to get naked. Uh huh. So now, if somebody's you know drunk or high or something, and they need they need their clothes off. They're they're doing it in the the privacy of their own home. They're not out high or drunk getting naked so it's not them getting arrested naked in public maybe that's what it is maybe our naked stories will come to a screeching halt when uh you know fall and winter really hit here well listen it's always warm down in florida it's true i gotta be honest usually all the naked stories come from florida which leads me into today in freak show history brought to us by moe's southwest grill welcome to moe's Today in Freak Show History, we take you back a couple years. Somebody naked in Florida giving a thumbs up. Here we go. Today in Freak Freak Show History. County uh, sheriff's officials responded after more than 16 people called 911 to report a naked man walking down the sidewalk. All right, here we go. Uh huh. Um, deputy approached and said, as I got closer, I could hear vehicles honking. When the vehicles honked, he would give them a thumbs up. <laughs> what a nice naked guy, you know? Burp, burp. Hell yeah. Honk, you know? honk for a thumbs up. Like honking to be like, looking good, nude man in Florida. And he's like, you know, thumbs, thumbs up. up. The response is like, I know, I'm doing okay out here. Uh, the man identified himself as Moresto Garcia, though he didn't know his day of birth or social security number. He said his dad was some type of gypsy. <laughs> but he... <laughs> It can never be normal in Florida. Uh, we can't even just have a normal this, naked man giving thumbs I mean, up to motorists. Just got a hold of the wrong stuff down in Florida. Uh, he said he was staying in an unknown girl's house. She kicked him out. He doesn't know where the girl lives or who she is. He doesn't even know her name. He said he was naked because... Where are the pants, boss? When he got kicked out, he was naked uh, and just began walking. So he got kicked out of a girl's house. By the way, his dad is some type of gypsy. He's naked, got 
kicked out of her house. I was naked then, so just kept walking naked. He said he didn't have any identification, has never paid taxes because he never had a job. Uh, for as long as he can remember, he has been traveling, but has no idea where he's been. He said he always just ends up where he needs to be. I have no idea where I've been. But I always end up where I need to be. And that's naked on the side of the road in Florida, giving thumbs up to motorists who approve of my junk. Uh, police believe he was on some type of drugs. Oh, Florida making the show again. <laughs> uh, Jared tweets us here. Uh, guys, how do I write an appropriate Steelers outrage tweet at this point? I'm new to this. And he gives it a try here. I'm 29 years as a fan. I've never been so disenchanted with this team. So tired of the drama. Come on, Tomlin. Where is the discipline? Embarrassment to the city? Sad. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think you got to rip on the defense a little in there. And you definitely have to invoke a Steelers coach or player from the past. Yeah. yeah. Like there needs to be a Cower or Chuck Knoll in there. Or even, a, you know, an, an older player or something, you know? Mean Joe Green would have never tweeted out he wants to be traded. <laughs> Antonio Brown, of course, uh, set the city ablaze with his trade tweet uh, yesterday. This was in response to a tweet sent by Ryan Scarpino, who used to be a former media relations uh, guy with the Steelers. He left the, uh, the position in August of 2017. Uh, he tweeted, A.B. needs to thank his lucky stars because he was drafted by a team that had Ben. And Ben got A.B. paid. You know darn well he wouldn't put up those numbers for other teams. I don't know if that's true. I mean, if Antonio Brown is on the Patriots with Tom Brady, I think he puts up those numbers. If Antonio Brown is in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, he might put up bigger numbers. Right. So I don't think you can paint with a broad brush saying that Ben Roethlisberger has completely made Antonio Brown's career and he would never have this success if he wasn't in Steelers with the Steelers. I think that's looking through the Yinzer prism on that. I think a lot of Antonio Brown's success has to do with Antonio Brown and how yeah. hard he works during the season and the offseason. But yes, a lot of it does have to do with the fact that he has played all his career with a great quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger. So then uh, Antonio Brown tweeted back, trade me, let's find out. Now, does he still think uh, Scarpino works for the Steelers? I don't know. Like, I think there may be some confusion there, so there Antonio no, Brown... No follow-up to that. He's kind of tweeting out, trade me, let's find out. AB has had a, uh, you know, this was, I guess, supposed to be a calm social media year for the team. Uh, this is, what, three maybe for A.B. so far? Uh, in the last few months in training camp, he called out uh, reporter Ed Bouchette. He called him a clown for Ed Bouchette, tweeting that uh, Brown had limped off the practice field and might be hurt. Right. And then a couple weeks ago, uh, A.B. said he would break the jaw of uh, a reporter, Jesse Washington, over a story that talked about A.B.'s you know personal life and his family and stuff like that. And then uh, trade zone. And then yesterday it was trade me. Uh, let's find out. Uh, some Steelers reacting to that. I mean, what do you think it's going to be today when uh, when Ben and Tomlin talk? Oh, It'll just be the they'll, they'll, they're going to talk around it. They're just both they're both going to say we don't pay attention to social media is what it's going to be. Uh, Steelers outside linebacker Bud Dupree said the team knows AB doesn't want to be traded and he believes he was simply venting in his tweet. 
Bud Dupree said, you know how A.B. is, especially after a loss like that. Dupree said, guys are going to say things. He just wants to help the team win as much as he can. Uh, Bud Dupree, moving on to him now, he apparently sent a direct message to a uh, Steeler fan who uh, tweeted him, where the blank were you all game versus Kansas City? (laughs) Bud Dupree allegedly, apparently DM'd him, I was at your girl house laid up. What you going to do? Oh, get him. Uh, Bud was asked about that and just said, uh, you know, it was frustration and said, you've just got to ignore it. It's hard, but that's what you've, you've got to do. You know what's weird about living in these times with these Steelers and everything like that is that you can pull the receipts. Yeah. And this kind of goes with just how pro sports are right now. You couldn't pull the receipts in the 70s, 80s, 90s, or even early 2000s, mm-hmm. you know, when Ben Roethlisberger was a rookie, yeah. you couldn't pull social media uh-uh. receipts on him, you like know? those those Heinz-Troy years, the, the car years. You couldn't pull receipts on guys, you know no, what I'm saying? No, no, uh-uh. people weren't People weren't having, like, legit good camera phones that could actually take good pictures and definitely couldn't take video until what? I don't know. Not that far into the 2000s. So a lot of these guys never had to deal with, you know, now I'm not condoning blowing up on fans on social media, but like, all right, somebody in the 80s for the Steelers tells a fan to like blank off or something like that. And nobody's ever going to know that. That's just a story your uncle tells like, you know. Right, exactly. (laughs) Whenever the Steelers get brought up. You know, or some Steelers linebacker in 1992 said he was going to, you know, have sex with my girlfriend. (laughs) <laughs> that absolutely has happened before in this city. Are you kidding me? I was out of Jets in the south side. Steelers linebacker just came up to me, you know. He overheard me talking about him. But the thing with it now is that I don't think a lot of pro athletes realize that there are receipts to this now. All of it. They can't just talk reckless and expect nothing to happen. Like Bud Dupree. What do you th- is You think somebody's just going to let that DM go? Mm-mm. Where you tell them after you play a horrid game, I was at your girl's house? No. So then you got to deal with questions about that. Like that's getting screenshotted immediately. You can't even open up Twitter for the rest of the week because all it's going to be is people writing blogs about how you slid into some DMs and told some some guy you were at his girl's house. (laughs) I mean, you just got to realize that receipts can be pulled now. What a mean comeback, by the way. It was very hurtful. Yeah. Very, it is a good question, though, to ask very, Bud Dupree, though. It's a legit question to ask him where the blank was he all game or all season or all last season or since he was drafted. Has Bud Dupree ever made a play where you were like, oh, my gosh, that is Bud Dupree. Look at him go. What a play. That's how, amazing. How long has Bud Dupree been at this girl's house? I don't know. Bud Dupree has been laid up at this guy's girlfriend's house for what, four or five seasons now? (laughs) (laughs) Because literally, it wasn't just last game. Uh -uh. Bud Dupree has been at the house for a long time, laid up too, having a good time. Uh, Antonio Brown's not getting traded. Le'Veon Bell's not getting traded. The Steelers are what they are this year. And right now, it's, you know, it's a mess. But all this week, 
you know, Ben, Tom, when everybody's going to say the right things, we just got to turn it around. We got to win. Winning does fix everything. It does. It does. Actually, AB might be a little upset if they keep winning and he's not getting his touches. Oh, if he doesn't get touchdowns and touches this week, it's going to be a mess. But listen, here's another reason why Antonio and I'm Brown. Here, I'm here for it. Here's another reason why Antonio Brown won't be traded. You see the commercial with him, Pizza Hut commercial, Dancing with Juju? They're both wearing Steelers gear. There is no way the Steelers are going to jeopardize the Pizza Hut touchdown dance with Juju commercial just because Antonio Brown tweeted daring the Steelers to trade him. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, like I said, winning cures everything, but how confident are we that the Steelers can even win a game down in Tampa Bay right now? <laughs> it's a mess, but I, I'm, I'm here for it all. It is you a know? mess. I'm here for it all. Now, let's get to this story of somebody rubbing produce on their butt cheeks. This out of, what, where was this, Virginia? Yes. A seven on your side alert tonight for a rather revolting crime. A man police say was caught taking grocery store produce, rubbing it on his behind, and then putting it back on the shelf. A store employee saw this all happen at the Giant Food. (laughs) On Dumfries Road in Manassas, the store destroyed several pallets of produce as precaution, but. Wait, hold on, hold on. So this guy was taking produce. Rubbing the produce on his butt, yeah, yeah, and then putting it back, yeah, yeah. And he destroyed. They they had to destroy several pallets uh, yeah. of produce. He was putting it back in like the bins, you know, how little boxes right, yeah. of produce. Just dropping it right back in. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> what I mean, what produce do you rub on your butt cheeks? Like, you think he's taking a full watermelon, just going ah? Like that might be nice. Well, nice I mean, little bunchy. The, the right police there, report right? did say he had his pants down, like exposing his buttocks, so he was bare cheeking it. Oh, it was bare butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't over the pants. No, it was under. Oh, okay, yeah. something in over the pants. All pants right, somebody down. just trying to be funny, but they kept doing it, so he had his pants down. Yeah, yeah, he pulled, he pulled his pants down and back. And something wrong with him then. He was rubbing on his cheeks. Yeah, bare naked produce rubbing in the middle of the grocery store. You know why it was like? Why are the cheeks the spot though? That's the test spot. I don't know. Hey. I'm 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 gonna go out with a don't knock it till you try it here, okay? <laughs> Listen, rubbing produce on your butt cheeks, don't knock it till you try it, okay? Just don't do it in the store. Don't pull your pants down in the middle of like giant eagle and start rubbing produce on your butt cheeks. No, then you're gonna get in some trouble. However, buy produce and giant eagle, take it home. Pull your pants down and rub it on your butt cheeks. Then report back to us. Let us know how it feels. Michael Johnson is now charged with destruction of property. Uh, police telling ABC7 no mugshot is available. I just wanted to read through that story and make it through. How did he get through a couple pallets? They didn't stop him before he just got know. done with some letters. There's a lot of questions right there. All right, well, let me answer that question. Here's how it's a couple of pallets that had to be destroyed, right? Yeah. Say he goes up to a pallet of just like, say, say it's a bunch of broccoli, right? Mm-hmm. So he pulls his pants down. And he's got the full broccoli. He uses the broccoli like a feather duster across his cheeks. <laughs> he's using it like it's a scrub, and he's trying to wash the dirty off his bunchy. So this guy's got, all right, two fistfuls of broccoli, right? And he's just rubbing broccoli all over his butt cheeks, right? But then it said he put it back, right? Yeah, he put it back. So if he puts the broccoli back, what are you going to do to the pallet of broccoli? Bad broccoli. you got to throw it away. You're not going to have a grocery store employee go sniff the broccoli uh-uh. and be like, that one's butt cheeks. It was that one. That one's butt cheeks. It was cheeks. that one. Okay, that one's butt cheeks. Throw that one out. No. They got him on camera rubbing produce on his bare ass. <laughs> They're just going to go, okay, he rubbed it on there, there, there. All of it gone right there. 
because nobody wants to buy broccoli or a watermelon that somebody has put their naked butt cheeks on. That's a life lesson. It is. What an educational show we have here. Samantha tweets us here. Just got in the car in time to hear about produce butt cheeks. My five-year-old was going nuts. That's right. About five-year-old mentality. That's a good It's a good age for us as far as the humor on our show. <laughs> right in our wheelhouse. It is. Oh, by the way, if you have like a five-year-old, I'd say five to ten-year-old, this next segment is for them. A lot of people sent us this link. I know locally WTAE covered this, right? Yeah. Is it just one of those stories that the news just kind of fills with or puts on their websites because they know this is going to get clicks? Headline. Farts can leak out through your mouth if you hold them in, experts say. Who's not clicking on that? How? Let me click away. All right. Who's the expert, right? Who are the experts on this is how the first you, thing that comes to mind, how right? How test for that? And did it happen to me? Claire Collins is a professor in nutrition and diet dietics at the University of Newcastle in Australia. Oh, okay. it's legit. It's legit. <laughs> it's legit. Her research examines nutrition and dietary intake and how it relates to changes in diet quality, food patterns, weight, and health across all ages and stages of life. All right, so she's studying an important thing in Australia. Professor in nutrition. And uh, apparently she explains that gas can be absorbed into the bloodstream. And with nowhere else to go, it could eventually escape through the mouth. Like if you hold it in? Okay, so the gas in your body is just building up and it needs a way out. And if it can't sneak out the back... All those times you were at work just holding in farts... Because you didn't want to be the office fart monster. Look what you were doing. Smell your breath. Mm-hmm. Smell your you breath because you're probably farting. Huh? Farting out your mouth. Fart mouth. Who's the office fart mouth? Uh, Marge's fart mouth again. You think you're trying to hold them in because you don't want to be embarrassed. Little do you know, oh, you're leaking farts. Like a fart dragon just running through the office, breathing on people. Oh. <laughs> Are you ready to get to the science behind this? There's science too? I, I don't believe any of this, by the way. All right, this is learning. Uh, it, it's just one of those things where one expert, quote unquote expert, says mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and everybody's like, that's it. That's got to be real. Again, farts can leak out your mouth if you hold them in. Claire Collins, a professor of nutrition at University of Newcastle in Australia, says a buildup of intestinal gas can trigger abdominal distension with some gas reabsorbed into the circulation and exhaled in your breath. There you go. If you hold farts in, they will build up and come out your mouth. Science. Wow. So does that mean if somebody has really bad breath, they could just have fart breath? Like you said, they could be a fart dragon. Could just be holding farts in all these years. If you're at work or, I mean, especially like when you used to, when we used to be in school, like school, I feel like is the situation 
where you always try to hold it in, right? You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to have the smell embarrass somebody. You I don't mean, want so somebody quiet. to hear you. It's so or quiet anything. in the classroom. Oh, you don't want to do that, right? Or well, church. Like a, oh, church fart. You cho- uh, you hold a church fart in. Unless you know it's like a silent but deadly one. Then go up to speak to the pastor. <laughs> Hit the pastor with the Sunday fart dragon. Oh, my gosh. Everybody singing their church songs. Hallelujah. Okay, so you, you mean to tell me that everybody's holding farts in in church? Yeah, yeah. So when people are singing, uh huh. That okay. Listen, next time everybody's at church, and you hear a beautiful song, right? Mm-hmm. Smell around you. Take a whiff. Everybody could be singing farts. 961 Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Jamie tweets here, I accidentally connected to my Bluetooth light bulb in my bedroom, so my sleeping fiance got woke up by Bob screaming Doppler nipples. Nice. The proper way go. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Uh, the Captain Marvel trailer with uh, Brie Larson. She's playing Captain Marvel. That's like the next big uh, Marvel movie. Uh, the first, I guess, Teeler Tracer, uh, teal, teaser, teaser trailer of the, that. I the Teeler Tracer. <laughs> what was that that just came out of my mouth? Uh, the teaser trailer for that debuts uh, this morning on uh, Good Morning America. I had no idea the Emmys were even on last night. Yeah, me neither. Until about 7.45 when I looked on Twitter and it was all red carpet fashion. I'm like, there's an award show tonight? Mm, oh, the Emmys. That's a pretty big one, too. Oh, I'm like, the fashion. I don't know, man. I used to be able to like sit and watch award shows. I just could care less now. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just don't really, uh, I don't really find them that interesting. I only watch for the fashion. You know what and I... And all the celebs. You know what I like about the Emmys, too? Snobs! Oh, who got snubbed? Oh, God. Uh, a lot of people think the two of these shows who got snubbed last night at the Emmys, Atlanta. Oh, uh, yes! FX, of course, with Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Snubbed! And uh, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, what is yes! That? Is that, that's Hulu, right? Is that Hulu? Hulu snubbed! Uh, Handmaid's Tale won last year's uh, drama series. It won the big award last year, mm. but it lost in all major categories mm, this snubbed. year. Have you ever seen Handmaid's Tale? You no. ever seen an episode of that? No. Uh, HBO and Netflix won 23 Emmys total. Uh, Game of Thrones, the big winner, winning the big award, Outstanding Drama Series. Nine uh, total Emmys for Game of Thrones, so that was the big winner last night. Also, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, Amazon Comedy Series, that one Outstanding Comedy Series. Uh, Colin Jost and Michael Che hosted last night. Here's a little bit of Our network, NBC, has the most nominations of any broadcast network. That's right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Which is kind of like being the sexiest person on life support. It's <laughs> it's not great. Of course, there are so many incredible nominees here tonight. That's incredible true. nominees. Blackish is nominated. That's right. Blackish is also how I've been asked to behave tonight. So <laughs> see how that goes. Television obviously has more choices than ever before. This year, Netflix will spend eight billion dollars on programming. How is Netflix getting all that money? It's like nine dollars a month, and everybody I know is sharing the same account. Netflix is like that Instagram model that's always in Dubai, and you're like, yeah, but what do you really do? <laughs> There's even more diversity coming to TV. There's a Latino Magnum PI, 
Uh, there's going to be a black Samantha and a reboot of Bewitched, but it's going to get balanced out by an all-white reboot of Atlanta called 15 Miles Outside of Atlanta. <laughs> it focuses on white women who call the police on the cast of Atlanta. It's not perfect, but TV has come a long way in the past 70 years. And with the amazing contributions from everyone in this room tonight, I think we can keep television going for another five, six years tops. Tops. <laughs> I love how there's this, you know, big thing that honors you know, TVs and movies and stuff like that. And they're up just there just roasting the whole thing. Yeah. Just like nobody even watched TV. I, I watch so little live TV now, you know? There's certain shows that I used to watch every week. Right. I don't even care to watch anything when it's on live anymore. I mean, Game of Thrones, when that comes back on HBO for the final season, might be the only show where I'm like, I need to watch this live when it's on. But only because of spoilers, right? Yeah, I think spoilers has a lot to do with that. I think so. Like, uh, um... Like, there's nothing that I watch that I need to watch live. The Walking Dead mm -hmm. used to be like that for me. But that show to me has fallen off so much, I can go two to three weeks without watching it now and then just get caught up. Live TV is going to be such a thing of the past soon, where everything is going to be like on demand, almost kind of made to order, watch when you want to, you know? Mm hmm Everybody's just will eventually. That's how we will all take in TV. I mean, it's how most of us live TV just got killed in like it was like a handful of years. How crazy is that? Just real quick. Like everything we maybe grew up knowing and watching is just like, do you even need to watch live TV anymore? No, everybody's just watching Netflix and, and Hulu Net or like, Amazon Prime or something like that. Netflix comes along and just dumps a whole season on you in one right. day. It's just well, like, oh, I don't have to watch this every week? There are also Hell different yeah. things like uh, one show I like on NBC is The Good Place. Never watched a live episode, though. I've always just watched it on Netflix, but that's coming back to NBC soon, right? So I'm like, oh, The Good Place. When they show a promo for it, it's like, get caught up now. Watch season one and season two on Netflix. <laughs> right, so right. then you get caught up. So live TV's like, you know, the networks are like, go watch Go binge watch on Netflix and then please like it enough to where you're here for the next season. <laughs> please come watch we it We gotta live. get these ratings. It's like, yeah, I don't know if I need to watch The Good Place. I'll just wait till the season's over and you put it on Netflix. And I mean, that's how most people want to just uh, ingest their TV now. So, I, you know, I mean, they're joking about it, but I think they're right when they're just talking about how, they know. you know, NBC being nominated for the most network awards. It doesn't matter because... It's all about Netflix and like HBO getting the uh, big awards and winning the uh, the big awards. So uh, the Emmys were last night. There was a moment too where some director proposed to his girlfriend. It was like the moment of the night. Mm, that dude surprise. stole the show. We'll have that coming up later in the oh, uh, show yes. too. Uh, let's go to Ohio for this next story here. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. The wonderful state of Ohio has made the show again. Look at you, Ohio, making the uh, show and also uh -oh. not just a regular Ohio story. Whoa! Whoa! It happened again. So excited to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Ohio naked story. Now, not fully naked, though. Not fully naked, but naked enough. Yes. Boardman Township, Ohio. A Youngstown woman was arrested uh, for the second time in a seven-hour period. Charges of shoplifting and indecent exposure. 
Fifty-six-year-old Angela Orr allegedly uh, attempted to shoplift two pairs of shoes and a package of socks from Burlington Coat Factory. Okay. Police say she was caught trying to stuff them into her purse. Uh, they followed her outside where she was arrested. Uh, she had already been arrested and released once earlier in the day. She was charged with theft and indecency after allegedly exposing herself to Walmart employees when they confronted her about suspected shoplifting. So this is how she starts her day? Yeah, she starts her day at Walmart where she's stealing stuff. They catch her. Yeah. And she then exposes herself. Natural defense. Do you think they're going to let you walk on that? Do you think that's what it is? Do you think, okay, caught you shoplifting? That's not what they're looking for. But let me show you some naked parts here. Then they're like, whoa, we didn't know you were dealing with that. Where's the merchandise? It's not like you just pull the gun on these people. It's not like you just, they're like, okay, calm down. (laughs) Take it. It's not worth, listen, it's not worth us seeing you naked over. According to police reports, mm-hmm. the 56-year-old woman and another suspect oh, a tag were, team. were seen uh, attempting to exit the store with items they didn't pay for at Walmart. They included men's clothing and a hoverboard. Where do you put a hoverboard? When confronted by Walmart employees, the 56-year-old allegedly began pulling down her pants. Oh, my. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Nobody asked for that. You're stealing men's clothing in a hoverboard? They catch you and you pull your pants down? You pa- pull your pants you say, down? That's it. I'm going to pull my pants down. Down they go. What do you do if you're the Walmart employee? He's like, okay, go ahead. Why I don't, are you, what, are you th- what are you threatening there? Why are you pulling your pants down? Uh, she then allegedly lifted her shirt in the direction of a maintenance employee at Walmart and said, You want to see my nipples? Before <laughs> her and her accomplice fled the store. They were stopped by officers a short time later and taken into custody. That is Ohio and a naked person making the show once again. Antonio Brown's uh, trade tweet has sent the uh, city in flames. Ryan Scarpino, who used to work uh, media relations with the Steelers, tweeted, Antonio Brown needs to thank his lucky stars because he was drafted by a team that had Ben, and Ben got A.B. paid. You know darn well he wouldn't put up those numbers for other teams. To which we said... He might. He could very well. I mean, Ben's good, and definitely uh, AB's career has been a product of having a good, stable quarterback for a long time. But what would AB's numbers be with Tom Brady or like Aaron Rodgers? Or you know, I mean, they might be the same. They might be better. They might be worse. Who knows? They're kind of like how you don't just go out and get a new Ben. You don't just go out and get another AB. Right. It just doesn't happen. So Antonio Brown uh, responded to that. Trade me. Let's find out. So basically daring, uh, you know, I mean, put it, putting it publicly like that is kind of saying, okay, nobody wants me anymore if this uh, this guy who used to work for the Steelers. I don't know if A.B. still confused, thinks he works for the Steelers or something like that. Mm. Like, did A.B. think that that was a Steelers employee or maybe that was coming just out? His, like, Maybe that was just his way of saying he's tired of it all and trade him if nobody wants to deal. You know, like, right? he just used that as his little platform there. Uh, David DeCastro, Steelers offensive lineman, was asked about Antonio Brown's uh, trade tweet. Like I said, I don't even worry about it. It's not like I said, I don't pay attention. People are aware, though, aren't they in here? Yeah, people hear about it, but what what, what are you going to do? Okay, what are you going to do? I don't know. Maybe somebody should say something at this point. I I don't pay attention. Doesn't there need to be sort of like a come-to-Jesus speech in the Steelers uh, locker room? I feel like at this point, there is. Like, some of the other things in the past have been, okay, it is what it is. 
But at this point, doesn't there just doesn't somebody have to? I don't know if it's Ben or Cam Hayward or something. Doesn't somebody have to just go stop? Like enough? Mm-hmm. This is a disaster. You think, right? I don't know. I but I always think things are more serious and things are more on fire outside of the locker room than they are in the locker room. Right, right. But I don't know. You could obviously see on the field versus uh, Kansas City that there was something, obviously, with A.B. and the coaches on the sideline, and it looked like Ben at one point was just brushing A.B. off when he was looked like complaining about, you know, not getting a ball. Uh, this was more David DeCastro just talking about social media in general. So right? we're dynamic, man, with society and social media these days, and I think about it all the time, and like I said, I stay off it. I just avoid it because... Uh, you know, if I want to talk to someone, you know, I'll talk to them. I don't need to talk to someone over. I'll communicate face-to-face with them. I don't need to try and text them. I think it's it's a weird way of communicating. Okay, so David DeCastro doesn't wait, text. Hold on. Did David DeCastro just say he doesn't text? He, want, he he just talks to people face-to-face? Where's David DeCastro from? Is he from California? I believe Stanford. He, to, he yeah. went to college out there, right? I think Stanford, yeah. So wherever David DeCastro's family is, they're not in Pittsburgh, he doesn't talk to them unless it's face-to-face? I mean... I just want everything to stop. <laughs> like, everybody just stop lying and just, everybody just be real with each Maybe other. Maybe DeCastro's just a caveman and all this just confuses him. You think so? Here's yeah. more DeCastro. And I think most guys don't really worry about it. I think it's kind of just part of life in the NFL now. It's that added drama that yeah. it's become a kind of entertainment. It's, it's a weird deal. It almost feels a little bit like the, the entertainment's becoming bigger than the game, if that makes sense. Which is kind of sad to me. I always thought the game was really important. I love the game, so it's it's kind of it's kind of sad to see, you know. I do uh, I do agree with them at least with the Steelers. Uh, a lot of the off-field stuff does get maybe uh, more eyes on it during the week than the game does because what are you going to talk about with that Chiefs game? Like it was close at the end, but they got lit up by the Chiefs. So what are we going to do? Sit here all week and talk about how crappy they played versus the Chiefs? By the way, David, no. David DeCastro is not just discovering this now. I mean, you look at any time with the NFL, in-season or off-season, they'll they'll make a way to make a headline right. that'll cut through any news that's happening. Exactly. During the week, nobody's really talking about what happened. It is entertainment. Or the matchups. It's all, it's all the crap. That's what we want all week. We want to just be fed the crap. We want to be fed the drama. Does DeCastro have a, a flip phone? Do we know? <laughs> I don't know. Like, he needs to show, right. show that phone. Listen, Ben is going to talk later today. Coach Tomlin at his weekly press conference today. What I don't want out of those two, which is probably going to happen, is them both brushing off the Antonio Brown trade tweet with just, you know, Ben's going to say, like, I have a girl who does my uh, social media. I'm not even on Twitter. Does Tomlin play the dad role again? Just like I tell my kids, too. I tell them, be careful what they say. Put out there. You know, like, I don't know. He uses that one all the time in his press conferences. Cam Hayward had a run-in at the Cheesecake Factory. Man, I went to Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> and the waitress was a Kansas City fan. How about that? <laughs> uh, all right. Man, she kept going around. I'm glad I'm glad the Kansas City one. I'm like, are you kidding me? And my wife's laughing at me in my face. She's like, she must not know. Uh, I gave her an adequate tip. All right, so there you go. Cam Hayward had a run-in with a, uh, a server at Cheesecake Factory who was a Chiefs fan and had no idea. All the reporters who he was. suck. Like, why not follow up and just be like, what kind of cheesecake? <laughs> is that what you want to know? Yeah. What kind of cheesecake he got? Is that like important to you? Put, if he's putting out in the world, he went to Cheesecake Factory. I need to know. What kind of cheesecake, my man? 
Just swing and a miss. I don't know if I've ever had cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. Am oh I not my living God. my You're best life, or or life? Like, how many different cheesecakes? I don't even know you anymore. How many cheesecakes can you get? Like, I, I don't actually recall. I don't go Do to the Cheesecake Factory very often. Display. Okay, yeah. No, I went to the one Ross Park Mall before, but I don't remember what cheesecake I got, so it must not have been that memorable. Is there a ton of them? Yeah. All right, what cheesecake do you get if you're getting one? I don't one? know. It's whatever I pick for the day. Cam Hayward, call the show right now. This is important. Okay? Listen, last week we could have talked to James Conner about Le'Veon Bell, but we asked him about his hair. Get on DeCastro's flip phone and call us. Cam Hayward. Come on, man. Cam Hayward. We do not want to talk about Antonio Brown. Where the cheesecake We at? want to talk about cheesecake. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Katie tweets us. You just know it's going to be a good day when the first words you hear on the radio is cat nipples. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Uh, Aaron tweets us here. We were just talking about David DeCastro talking about social media. Antonio Brown uh, basically tweeting yesterday, daring the Steelers to kind of trade him. Um, and David DeCastro, Steelers offensive lineman, was saying just he doesn't get it, social media and everything. And he said he, you know, basically he doesn't tweet. And he said he doesn't even text that if he <laughs> wants to talk to somebody, he talks to them face to face. Aaron tweets here. Uh, this vine was the first thing I thought of when you guys said stop lying to David DeCastro. Remember this guy? Why the f- you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop lying. <laughs> Maybe we should bring him back, right? Just sneak him in? Yeah, whenever there's something like that. So David DeCastro doesn't text people. Okay. Face to face. His, his family doesn't live here face to face right i mean he went to college in california david DeCastro doesn't text he only talks to face to face to people moving on to uh cam hayward who said that he uh went to the cheesecake factory after the steelers lost to the chiefs in week two and his server happened to be a Chiefs fan. And I don't believe that they knew who Cam Hayward was at all. I have tweeted Cam Hayward. I don't know if he's going to uh, get back to me on uh, what cheesecake he had. Because that is the most important thing we need to know right it now, right? It is true, yeah, yeah. Uh, we also have some <laughs> listeners tweeting Cam Hayward now. Please let Mikey and Bob know. What flavor cheesecake you had when you went to the Cheesecake Factory? Uh, Mommy tweets us here. Used to work at Cheesecake Factory. There's like 30 different flavors. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I just went through them real quick. Yeah. And just off the top of my head, Oreo Dream. All right. Let me just Google here. Top Cheesecake. All right. Here is uh, the website Thrillist. Okay. That's yeah. like a food website, right? Kind of uh, like. Yeah. I think they just rank. All right. Things, yeah. Top 10. They say uh, best cheesecake factory cheesecakes. All flavors ranked. Let's just go top 10 right now. 10. Tiramisu cheesecake. That sounds good. Solid. Yeah. Nine. Ultimate red velvet cheesecake. Eight. Snickers bar chunks and cheesecake. I feel like that should be higher than eight, right? That's got to be good. Seven, lemon raspberry cream cheesecake. I don't know about that at seven. Just There's got to be raspberry. lemon raspberry. The last I mean, one had Snickers all over it. Wait, hold on. Can you mess up cheesecake? 
I feel like there's no bad cheesecake, right? No, probably not. Is there a bad cheesecake? I feel like I can eat every single flavor of cheesecake and not be like, oh, that one's bad. Get it out of here. Oh, no. Number six, white chocolate raspberry truffle cheesecake. Mm. Number five, lemon meringue cheesecake. Number four, original cheesecake. Number three, mango key lime cheesecake. Number two, Adam's peanut butter cup fudge ripple cheesecake. Who's are you, Adam? Are, are you kidding me? Who's Adam? I, it's got to be good, though, that right? That one sounds good. Peanut butter cup fudge ripple cheesecake. And number one, uh, cheesecake flavor, according to this site, fresh strawberry cheesecake. Just the original. Just strawberry? That's mailing it in there if you go with the original there. You can't just say the original is the best, right? Yeah. I don't know if I'm buying that. Fresh strawberry cheesecake over Adam's peanut butter hit cup the li- fudge hit the lion. Hit the ripple lion. cheesecake. Yeah, why the why? Why the f- you lying? Why you always lying? Oh, my God. Why the f- you lying? <laughs> By the way, if you uh, go to Cheesecake Factory, you know, you get a big meal. Yeah, yeah. You don't finish it. Mm. You bring it home, right? You heat it up in the microwave. You sit down on your couch. You're about to eat some some nice cheesecake leftovers from the Cheesecake Factory. No cheesecake, though. There's no cheesecake leftovers. That's not a, Eat all your damn cheesecake there. You're not going to... You don't take that home. No, you don't take that home. But then you go to eat your cheesecake meal, and you just uh, you dump it all over your carpet. Call our friends at Zero Rest Carpet Care to clean it up, right? Cheesecake Factory stains? Right. Any stains, Zero Rest Carpet Care, just to get your carpet smelling clean, fresh, and healthy again. Uh, The kids are back to school now. Fall is basically here at this point. Zero Rest should be your go-to. They're the people we trust to come to our house and clean our carpets. Even if you don't have stains on your carpet. They're the people that have made magic in my my basement carpet. Basically, my basement carpet was all all stained up when we moved in. Thought it was a lost cause. Zero Rest comes in, cleans it up. But even if you don't have stains on your carpet, you just need to call Zero Rest to get that dust and that dander and that bacteria that is down in your carpets that you can't see with the naked eye. Zero Rest can just make your whole house smelling fresh and clean. And they have the Mikey and Bob special, too. Three rooms. Zero res clean starting at 129 bucks this month. You can also get your air ducts done and save 50 bucks on those. You just got to call and schedule your appointment. They'll work around your schedule, too. It's uh, 412-701-1188. That's 412-701-1188. Ask for the Mikey and Bob special. You can also check out their website, zeroespittsburgh.com. Okay, wait. There's a Reese's peanut butter chocolate cake cheesecake? Did you see the Oreo Dream one? What's the Oreo Dream one? Oh, chocolate chip cookie dough cheesecake? How is that not in Yo, the top keep going, ten? Keep going. Get to the Oreo That's Dream. Look how good. 15? Get out of here. Look how good. What's oh, Oreo Dream ranked? Oh, my gosh. Oreo Dream. Where's Oreo Dream? I don't even know if Oreo Dream's on this it's list. It's got to be. If it's not, Dream. I'm breaking everything. Oh, my everything. God. It's 25th. Uh, it's 25th. It just lies. Oh, uh, why that? Why that? Why the f*** Why you always lying? Cam Hayward, please let us know what you had at the Cheesecake Factory. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Weren't we going to start like a segment on our show just called Why Is This Trending? Yeah, when like, like random things pop up there yeah, trending. Like most uh, most typical morning shows do like an entertainment buzz or entertainment report or some even, you know, 
if they have a millennial on the show, because oh. most morning shows are just old, right? <laughs> the tech millennial. They'll go, ooh, let's go over to Sam for our What's Trending segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't want to do that. But we just sometimes have to question, like, why the hell is this trending? Uh, Toad and Mario Kart are trending right now. I don't even know if I want to. I don't even know if I want to talk about why. Is that something we just throw out there and have people go find it on their own? Why Toad and Mario Kart are trending? Toad, like the yeah, like Toad, the like character, yeah, like the, like the character in Mario Kart. Because hmm. I saw Toad trending and Mario Kart trending. I'm yeah. like, is that a new Mario Kart game coming out? Hmm. It's not. I don't know if I want to talk about it. Just go look it up on your own. Uh, Julie Chen is reportedly leaving uh, CBS, her show, The Talk, that she was on, the uh, daytime show. Of course, she's married to uh, Les Moonves, who uh, resigned recently as the chairman. It all went bad for him real quick. CEO of CBS. Yep, he had a whole uh, scandal with the salt and all that stuff. Uh, She is expected to sign off today with a pre-taped message on uh, The Talk. She also signed off last week's uh, episode of Big Brother. Uh, as Julie Chen Moonbez, and she usually just signs off as Julie Chen. Uh, they have been married since 2004, so she's basically done with CBS now, uh, too. Uh, TMZ is reporting that Roseanne's character will be killed off on the upcoming, I guess, spinoff, The Connors, uh, by an overdose. Uh, Roseanne said that there was some sort of pill addiction storyline from uh, the last season, and it appears that the writers just decided to run with it. That's how, that's how Roseanne's going to go? Yeah, she's just going to take a bunch of pills. Okay. Adam Driver will host season 44 uh, Saturday Night Live premiere, September 29th, musical guest Kanye West. And uh, <laughs> following up Kanye and Roseanne news, we have Justin Bieber news. TMZ is reporting Justin Bieber has applied for U.S. citizenship. So we'll have dual U.S. and Canadian citizenship. Mm-hmm. He's basically, uh, what, he moved to Atlanta when he was, like, real young, right? When Usher discovered him? Yeah, yeah. He was, like, 12, 13 or something like that. I think he's lived in America for, uh, you know, most of his teenage and, uh, now and he's adult a man. life. He's a man. He's, a, he's, like, married now, right? Is he married to Haley Baldwin or just engaged? Or I've seen, like, reports either way. Uh, I'm just looking at pictures of Toad. And I don't care. Giggling to myself. Yeah. I Listen, man, I passed that. I passed that point. I tried to just go with other stuff. Why did you have to take me back to why Toad and Mario Kart are trending, huh? If you don't know what character Toad is, he's the... The mushroom one. Now, did you did you look up that reason why though? Is that like all legit? And how is the news going to report that? <laughs> you know. Yeah, it comes from news, a. Is the news going to touch that? I guess a tell-all book is coming out, and that's how it was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Stormy Daniels, the adult film star, who claims that she had dealings with the now president, Donald Trump. Um, she describes it as, uh, what, Toad, the character from Mario Kart? Or the mushroom character from Mario Kart? Yeah. She yeah. Just, that's how she describes mm-hmm. his uh, mm-hmm. his parts. Matt tweets here, I'm currently driving to Chicago for my wedding. Oh, congratulations, Matt. Listening through the iHeartRadio app, you got to explain why Toad and Mario Kart are trending for those who can't look it up. 
Uh, it's the Stormy Daniels adult film star describing what the uh, the current president's uh, male part looks like. I believe she describes it as the mushroom character from Mario Kart. I uh, I want to go home for the day. Yeah. I just want to finish this show and go home for the day. All those fun. This has been Mario Kart memories. This has been why is why is this trending with Mikey and Bob? Can we get this segment sponsored? <laughs> Do we have naked people sponsored yet? I know there were a couple of businesses fighting over the naked sponsorship of naked stories on our show. Maybe one could just take this. I don't know. I really want it to be an underwear company because I want free underwear. I mean, if this was the premiere, it's a good premiere, I would think. It's a bad premiere. <laughs> if this is the premiere of our Why Is This Trending segment, mm-hmm. it's canceled. Hmm. You want to hear Phil Kessel say words? Uh, sure, yeah. The, the Penguins yeah. actually start uh, preseason tonight. I had no clue. They'll be in Buffalo, 7 p.m. tonight. All right. I don't know if anybody plays, right? I doubt it. You know, usually, you know, Sid, Gino, some of the guys will tickle the ice a little bit in preseason. A little ice tickle. It's not as crazy as the NFL, right? Where some starters just won't even play at all. You know, they might tickle the ice a little bit. Uh, Phil Kessel, though, sitting down with the Pittsburgh media. Phil Kessel from the Penguins asked how his offseason was. I'm pretty good. Um, obviously, a little longer um, than we'd like, but it was good. There it is. Phil Kessel had a good offseason, y'all. It was good. Phil Kessel was asked how hurt he was in the playoffs. Phil may at times not have seemed himself. How hurt was Phil Kessel in last year's playoffs? I mean, everyone has injuries, and, you know, I think every year, you know, you've had an injury or two, and just whatever you play. Man, I really miss in-depth with Phil. Phil Kessel was asked, was he frustrated with his playoff performance? I, I don't even remember that. Like, I probably had around a point a game, right, or something? Well, you did have some points, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not that bad, is it? <laughs> God, I love this Phil man. Phil holds nothing back. I love Phil Kessel. He, he can throw shade in, like, a five- or six-second answer like no one else can uh, were you frustrated with your playoff performance? I don't even know how I did. How did I do? What, I have like a point of game? That doesn't seem too bad to me, does it? Moving on. Uh, Phil Castle was asked sometimes, you know, about the fact that maybe he plays hurt when he shouldn't to keep whatever consecutive game streak. And, you know, Phil never takes games off. I always play, so you know, whenever I can play, uh, I'm going to be out there. I don't think it you know, makes that much of a difference. There it is. Phil Castle just put that to bed. It's like these big things that linger over Penguin season. Phil Kessel is putting them to bed in five-second increments. <laughs> Were you frustrated with your playoff performance last year, Phil? What, I have, like, point of game? That seems good to me. Boom, done. Yeah, do you play hurt sometimes when you shouldn't be just to keep whatever uh, BS streak it is alive? No, nah, not really. I just, uh, you know, uh, I feel fine and I play. <laughs> Boom. All right, that's done. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about people saying that Phil Kessel had issues with uh, the head coach, with Sullivan, last year? Ready for this? You know, I think some people make issues that aren't there, and, yep. you know, uh, it is what it is. 
I know, I could probably speak for everybody. When we would write something about, like, maybe there's an issue with Sully or maybe the Penguins might trade Phil. All right, here's a follow-up here. We get crushed with emails and tweets and everything from fans. And I wonder, could you sort of talk about the fan support you've gotten here? Yeah, the fans have been great to me uh, um, my years here, and we've had some good years here, so... uh, and I love them, and you know they've always been supportive, and they're great fans here. I just love that. I just love that the the question is just like, hey, whenever we write anything, like Phil maybe isn't doing that good, or Phil might get traded, or Phil's arguing with the coach, or they don't get along, we get crushed. Well, what do you think, Phil? He's like, eh, I love the fans here. I'm not Boom. here for you, reporters. All right, shut that. Hey, Phil Kessel, how do you deal with trade rumors? I've been traded a couple times, so it happens, you know, and you just move on, right? There you go. Been traded a few times, it happens, you move on. Boom! Phil Kessel shuts the door on that, and we've heard this before. Phil Kessel, did you do anything fun this summer? Do anything fun this summer? No, same old you know? There it is. 96.1 Kiss. Mike and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. I guess uh, Cam Hayward of the Steelers was uh, on the DVE morning show uh, this morning. Mike Prezuda from DVE uh, tweeting out, Cam Hayward said, uh, Antonio Brown's trade me tweet would be addressed. Said, we'll talk to him in-house. It might be me. It might be Ben. It could be Coach Tomlin. There will be a plethora of guys he can talk to just to let him know home is here and we want to win here. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, Coach Tomlin has already addressed things with Antonio Brown before, and it hasn't worked. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember going into the season, it was supposed to be like, ah, don't worry. I talked to A.B. We're good. (laughs) No. Not so much, I guess. Like, they have to tell A.B. they want to win? Like, what? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, it's it's the regular stuff we've been dealing with around here for a few years now. uh, Did they say what kind of cheesecake? Uh, no, no reports on that. There was a, uh, there was a clip we played earlier. Cam Award went to Cheesecake Factory after the uh, Chiefs had beat the Steelers. His server was a Chiefs fan, and I don't think they had any clue who Cam Hayward was. And we were just wondering what flavor cheesecake, and then we got... Man, I really want cheesecake, by the way, right mm-hmm. now. Hell yeah. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster did tweet, Steeler Nation, no, we're all down right now. Got to stay positive and move forward. Better days to come. Best thing is we have another opportunity to make things better this week. All right. That's very nice, Juju. That's very mature. Yeah. Uh, So Ben will talk today. Coach Tomlin will uh, have his weekly press conference today. So if the AB trade tweet is going to be addressed, I think a lot of it will be addressed like Cam Hayward. Or there might just be the sense it was on Twitter and social media. Whenever Ben gets asked about social media, he just always goes. He throws his hands up and goes, I don't do my own Twitter. Somebody does it for me. And Coach Tomlin kind of does the same thing to where he just wipes his hands clean and go, I don't pay attention to social media. Twitter, what Twitter? Yeah. (laughs) I love it. So that'll be uh, addressed or not addressed today. Freak Show question of the day today. This will be with Tall Kathy around 530. We give you the question and answer right now. 5.30, Kathy will ask for the answer. You call her with it. Win, Win yourself something. Maybe some tickets or something. Uh, freak Show question of the day today. Um, don't rub produce on yourself in the grocery store on this area of your body. <laughs> answer is butt cheeks. Don't rub produce on your butt cheeks in the grocery store. Okay. We covered it earlier on the show. If you're just tuning into the end of the show right now, it makes no sense to you, but get caught up on the podcast. Again, question of the day. Don't rub produce on this area of your body 
in the grocery store. It's butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. It's butt cheeks. Uh, Tall Kathy will also have Maroon 5 tickets and get you qualified to meet Maroon 5 around 4.30 um, later this afternoon. Uh, if you missed anything, like I said, get caught up on the podcast. Hey, how about uh, how about a Let's Go Pants? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's Go Pants. No, no, I don't care. I let go pants. It's a preseason game. I let go pants. But if you've had a hankering for the Penguins hockey, I let go pants. Uh, tonight, get a little taste. Not a little hankering. Hey, don't get into a bite of the Penguins hockey. You're not going to bite into it. Just a little let go pants. Just a little preseason. Get a little lick, okay? Just take your tongue and. <laughs> Just. You know, little Lego pain lick. You a Lego lick pain. a little bit. Don't bite into it yet. Just a little lick on the Lego pain. Uh, so Penguins, they're in Buffalo tonight, first preseason game. Yeah. All right. No Lego pain. Um, I don't know if the Pirates are even playing baseball no. anymore. Uh, the Steelers Monday at uh, Tampa Bay, of course. But like I said, there's going to be some people, Ben and Tomlin, if not more people talking today, and I'm sure it'll be. Antonio Brown trade tweet. Oh, yeah. What you think? Should the Steelers trade Antonio Brown? Are you tired of it? Are you sick and tired of it? Cars are worse now. All right. Is that it for the show today? Oh. What was that noise? <laughs> what was that noise? Yeah, I think that's it. Was that your I'm done with the show noise? Oh. oh. All right. Ryan Seacrest shows up right now. If you miss anything, get caught up on the podcast. Take it back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go!